Good morning, Rabboisai. Today's share is sponsored by Fischl Gross. For Shleimah, for Brian Abbas, Yenta Dvoira, and Avram Yisben Khan, and the Chayla Miron. And for all the safety of our Chayalim guarding us, he probably doesn't know yet, because he's in America, about the terrible tragedy that happened yesterday in Karlin Stalin. There are a whole paranches, or in English it's called the bleachers fell down with hundreds of people. And two people were nifter, a 14-year-old kid, and a four and a it was before Yonta? Oh, they do know, they do know, but he didn't have the chance to write us. Okay, here they do know. Rabbi Sai, it's a tremendous midasadin. To me, when I, when I saw it, the first thing that came to mind was the similarity, the similarity between the two tragedies. When you, if you watch the video, I was unfortunately zayich to see both the videos. You see a bunch of people and suddenly they disappear. Both of them were literally the same thing. They just are swallowed up by the, by the ground. Midas Hadin, we're in the middle of a war. Yidin are dying. A person was just nifter yesterday from, from a lynch. Succumbed. He, he's nifter after he was in the hospital for a day or two. And it's a tremendous Midas Hadin, tremendous Midas Hadin. And we have to, I don't know where to look, and I'm not here to say what to do and how to. I saw in one of the magazines, I was a little appalled by it, that it's probably because the women, their shaitos, have laces in the front and things like that. I, I mean, we could go to the Gemara and say, look, the Beis HaMikdash was Nechra because of Sinas Chinom. What's interesting is that Karlin Stalin is known, it's a Hasidist known, to be careful and value life and safety. And the, the, even till this very day, the Karlin Rebbe, he wears a mask. He was the one that said that Corona, he was going, he was screaming about Corona. And punked over there, punked over there. He was the first one to shut down his maestas. I mean, was, I even had a conversation with the Carolina Rebbe this past week. And I recorded, I told him I'm recording it and I was going to play it for the island, but we, the speakers aren't in. Maybe tomorrow we'll have speakers, I'll play it. Unbelievable. All right, we have to do, we have to do tshuva, nachamal, we have to look introspect and do tshuva who's Neil Rischel I don't know of such a person but I'm sure he meant to say Naftali Rischel for yard sight of my father Yosef Pinchas ben Mordechai then a Shoma should have an aliyah you doing tshuva you gonna do tshuva I, mean, I, you know, I was thinking that maybe your father knows you as Neil Okay, never again, never again. <laughs> this is one by David Feinberg, our in-house statistician. Rabbi Isai, it's a tremendous simcha today. Tremendous simcha. For thousands and thousands and thousands of people, today is day 500 in Tashas. 500, it's a tremendous accomplishment. 490 days ago, I came to this room with the intention of joining the cycle of just Mesechus Brachas. And now it's day 500 of the cycle. I'm still here. And the same goes for so many others. Thank you for all your hard work in preparing. Mazel tov and counting until day 49 of the Oimer. 
Mazel Tov, there was a person who sent me yesterday, I don't want to read the email again because I read it last night for the Oilam that was here. But it says like this, It's Mamesh for the first time in 45 years on earth, I finished counting Sphero. I attribute it to Yashir, which I counted on roughly 36%. So I want to say thank you for the reminders. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It worked better than the six different apps, various alarms, and in-person calendars, posters we tried in years past, Sam. I did read the whole thing. So here's a person, 45 years, didn't finish Sphero. So at least for that person, if, you, if you're also one of those people, please send it in. I want to hear about it. All right, uh, we have a minute or two here. From Avram Rosenzweig. Ellie, your share on Erev Shavuos was groundbreaking. I say this because your storytelling enthusiasm and illuminated spirit encouraged me to laugh and then laugh again. My son couldn't hear the shear. He must have thought this old, his old man was bananas. I had tears in my eyes of happiness. I'm so grateful for your gift, which is your ability to bring tired and simple to your students, in particular during these most challenging times. Ellie, be healthy and joyful all the days of your life. The Jewish people owe you a debt of gratitude for the hope and laughter you bring to us through Daf Yoimi. Chag Sameach, Yishukoyach, my very best to your family and the MDY Mishpacha. Well done. Yishukoyach. And this one, it's, it's good that he wrote this. This is from Jay Spitzer from Toronto. Rebelia Gooden Zimmer. On Sunday morning, you asked me if last week or so you had confused me with someone else. Schmoozing with the guys, we figured it out. About a week ago, you had a sponsorship. And you said it was from Jay Spector in Toronto. Jay Spector is from the five towns. So maybe you owe Jay Spector an apology. I do. Now we got it straight. There's Jay Spector in the five towns. Jay Spitzer in Toronto. And when Jay Spector had a, a sponsorship last week, I said Jay Spector from Toronto. That was the problem. Apology. That's all. Take care and let's hope for Pursuit Studies from Eretz Israel. Jay Spitzer in Toronto. All right. Raboisai, here we go with Daflamid Zayin. We're the top, top word on Daflamid Zayin. And here's a question for the Oilam. Does anybody see an issue with the way our Sidurim are printed today? Yeah, Kriyashman, our Siddur. Is there a problem with Kriyashman and Siddur? Any, anybody ever think about it? More so. Uh, nobody has a problem with it. Okay, good. It's not that big of a problem. We're going to see in today's sugya. What about all the parshiyos that are in the back of the siddur until Shani? Is that a problem? The answer is they're both problematic. It's usher to write Kriyashman a siddur. But today it's mutter. Just like it's usher to write the Gemara down, but today it's mutter. You just know that we're lucky. Otherwise we'd be making mistakes, etc. But theoretically it's a problem. All right, so holding on top of Daf Lamed Zayin Omedalaf. Uminayin Shabano, Ono Hashem, Chatasi, Avisi, Poshati. We go from the, the Mishnah says, Avisi, Poshati, Chatasi, and we said at the end it's Chatasi, Avisi, Poshati. But he says, Ono Hashem, which is a very interesting Lashen for Vidui. Because Vidui is, you're asking for forgiveness. You're not asking Hashem for anything. You're not asking to give you something. Not, so please, what does please mean? Please, I am asking for forgiveness. So it's interesting, Lashen. How do we know that we use such a Lashen? Nehmer kan kapara. Benehmer la'alon b'choyrev kapara. By Harsinai, by the eagle, it says the word kapara. Ma'alalon ba'ana. Ka'an ba'ana. Just like by the eagle, which are going to use the word ana, so too, by vidu. Why do we say ana Hashem? 
So now we're going to a different thing called Egla Arufa. If you don't know where the murder came from, there's a victim, we measure, the closest city has to bring an Egla in the valley, you oirif the, the neck, and they say a vidu. Just like by Egla Arufa, you say Hashem's name. So too, by vidu, you say Hashem's name. So there's a combination. The honor we get from Egel, and the Hashem you get from Egla Arufa, both Egels, but different. The Chet HaEgel and Egla Arufa. You can't ask a question why Moshe Rabbeinu didn't say the Lashon of Egla Arufa, which is Hashem. He said, oh no. Why? He felt at that time not to say it. You can't go backwards in history and say, how come... It, you should learn from later on, from Egla Arufa, and bring it forwards. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't feel like that. And it was before that. Why isn't there the word Ana by Egla Arufa? We should learn it from the Chet HaEgla. And if you say yes, by Egla Arufa, he does say the word Ana. Learn to the Mishnah. And that's it. But it doesn't say, Vilu like Omar. So Mela says the Gemara, Kashio. We know that you don't say Begla Ruf the word Ana. Why don't you learn Begla Ruf from Chet Egel? Kashio. What's Kashio? In Yiddish they say, from a Kashio Statmanisht. You don't die from a Kashio. A Tiyufta, you could die from. It's checkmate. Kashio, okay, you have a good Kashio. That, that, what does that have to do with the Lashon? shouldn't say Hashem's name because of a suffix. You chop off an animal's head, but you don't say Hashem's name. Maybe. Okay. There was a... From a kasha start finished. Somebody once asked the Rogach of Akasha, he said, I have a kasha, I can't live. I push it, I can't, I can't take it anymore. So the Rogach wrote him back. He said, I in and this and this daf, whatever. So the guy looked. You couldn't find, you didn't know what the Rogeshov was talking about. That's how the Rogeshov used to write letters. Ayin Chom, Ayin Chom, that was the end of the story. So he writes back, Chipasti Viloy Mutsasi. She says, No, Ayin Chom and Taisfis. So he looks and Taisfis can't find it. So finally, the Rogeshov says, Taisfis had a kasha, and he didn't have an answer. And then there's another Taisfis right afterwards. You can live if you have a kasha, it's okay. My uncle told me the story. My uncle learned in Hebron. Where's Mendy today? Mendy also learned there, no? Ah, that's right. Mendy learned in Taras. My chavrus learned in Chavra. My uncle Shlomo Vinter is a magicir today. He said he saw this letter with his own with his own eyes. Chevron sent the Rogachover a letter asking for his svarim. So he wrote, Ayin uh, Kiddushin, Davdis, and, 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 and whatever, different, different Masechtas. Erevin, Dav Pe'alef, and, and they, looked, they looked up over there, and it says, Dvar Torah Mois Kainois. You have to, you want to save for it, you pay for it. That's what he wrote. And another story, and this, my uncle saw the letter, so 
before cell phones, I don't know, but it's in the Oitzer Asfarim of Hebron. That's what he said. He was in charge of the Oitzer Asfarim. They have it put away. Another guy wrote the Rogachov a letter, and he wrote back, he had a kasha. So Rogachov wrote him, I in Sham, I in Sham, I in Sham. And basically, it's all the places that Gemara says, I'm Haritz. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, from the kasha start finished. So the Kohen Gadol says his vidui, and everybody says Baruch Shem Kvoid Machusei Loylam Vaed. Tanya Rebbe Yomer, how do you know it? Kishem Hashem Ekro. I am going to call out Hashem's name, and you. So it's Kama, and you Havu Goyde Lelikeno, and you should announce the greatness of Hashem. So how do we do it? We say Baruch Shem Kvoid Machusei. The Hashem's name should be blessed. Kvoid Machusoy, the covet of his Malchus. Laylan Vaid, forever. Chananya ben Achir. I thought, I don't have a good shot over this. I was hoping to skip it and over Chap. Omar le Moshe Yisrael, Beshosh, Ani Matzkish Moshe Lakosh Baruchu. When I announce Hashem's name, Atem Havu Goydel, you should give. The greatness of Hashem. Chananyo ben Achir Rabbi Shuaimer, different shot. Zecher tzadik levrocha. Says the Mishlei Zecher tzadik levrocha. That what? Omelem novel Yisrael. B'shosh ani maskir tzadik oilamim. Who's the greatest tzadik? Hakadosh Baruch Hu tzadik oilamim. When I say Zecher tzadik, when I mention tzadik, then it's you levrocha. Attempt nu brocha. Then you should say Baruch Shem kvoy machusil oilam vaed. Says the Heligan Mishnah, sponsored by Fischl, in honor of the MDY family. The coin is still wearing his big day lavan. And he comes into the Azara, the Mizrach Azara. Here, this is Mizrach Azara. He walks up these stairs, he's right over here. Now, we have to see the passage for this for a second, if I could find it here. Not in order. Oh. We're talking about the two goats. You sure you're here? The goats. Why not? So the Pasuk tell, tells us that it should be Lifnei Hashem. What's Lifnei Hashem? Opposite the Kodesh Kedoshim. So it should be facing the Kodesh Kedoshim. But where? So it says, Pesach Oyel Mayed. As I walk in, Pesach Oyel Mayed. But Lefnei Pesach. So it has to be, yes, we standing over here, facing over here. Litzvain, Baloy le Mizrach Azara. He's in the eastern side of the Azara, which is down here. Litzvain Hamizbeach, north of the Mizbeach. So if the Mizbeach is over here, He's going to be standing to the north of the Mizbeach, from here to here, but on the eastern side of the Azar. So basically he has to be standing right over here, not over here. Not over here, because this is not north. So this, let's draw a line right here. He has to be standing to the north of the Mizbeach, but the eastern side of the... A little water first. Okay, you drink. Okay. Oh, you should have seen last night. He drank big time. I put him over here and the whole, my whole cup fell on him. All right. 
the deputy coin, the second in command, the second coin, if something happens to the coin god, this guy steps in. What's a Rosh Beisav? So we said there's 24 Mishmaras. Every Mishmar gets to do one week. And every day of the week, there's a Beisav. There's a, there's a family and there's a head of the family. So whoever was lucky enough to be the head of the family, not of the week, but of that day, gets to be on the left side of the Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur. It's once in a lifetime, once in many lifetimes. V'sham shnei sirim. And there are two goats. Right over here. Two goats. V'kalfi hoisasham. And they had a lottery. I'm going to describe it soon. Ubo. Huh? I think the family picked it. The most chosh of a guy in the family. Yeah, yeah. No, each day was picked. What do you mean? Who picked that base of? Right. And there's a family per day. There's a, a giant family per whatever you want to call it, but there's a certain amount of people for that day. They probably picked the base out. Who else would pick it for them? You mean the, the Mishmerish picks six, six different... Uh, yeah. It's not fair. Why should one guy... Also, uh, a girl is more like Minash versus Bidei Adam. We want to make it exciting. We want people to come. We said the whole girls make some matzah. It's going to be really boring. You. Visham shnei sirim. Yeah. Visham shnei sirim. People get all bent out of shape because they didn't get an aliyah and a shul. Can you imagine? I only I'm only there once a year, and you gave it to Pliny. I'm much more chosher than him. What do you, you know? Who I am. Uh, kids are girl is a lot better. They did a lottery to see which one of the two goats gets thrown off the cliff and which one gets shechted. They were made out of wood, boxwood, whatever this wood is. Ashkaroya, it's good wood. You do nice carvings with it. Bengamla took it from the wood and made them in gold. Does anybody remember who Bengamla is besides you? Who's Bengamla? Anybody? I said besides you. No, nobody remembers. Which Bukhain Gadol? No, Laibi. They're going to ask this on the test, on Dirshah. Oh, Martha and Baspaisos was his wife. That's his wealthy wife. She she paid she paid how much? Three kav of gold. I don't care about her death. I care about her life. Yeah. That's why. Okay, but kids are Ben Gamla. We said he was a Tamat Chacham. He was Gadol, but he might not have been the top one. Maybe he was second and third in Gadol's, but his wife paid off to, that he should be a coin gadol. They said, oh, he did a beautiful thing. He took the girl, the two pieces of wood. Oh, I have a picture, actually. So first of all, here's the picture number one. Is they're standing next to, you see the big door here. That's Sharon Connor standing right over there with the two goats. And they have a lottery going on here. And it looks something like this. 
is a box and two pieces of wood. One says Lashem and one says La'azazel. And Ben Gamla went and took the pieces of wood and he changed them into gold, these guys. And here's the coin Godol, here's the Zgan coin Godol, and here's the base Av. You stand like this. Mizrach, no, not Mizrach, Tzofen of the Mizbech, Tzofen of the Mizbech, right over here. No, it's right next to, Sharnikner is over here. So this, this right over here, he's standing over here. Not in front of the door, a little bit to this side. It has to be, now, first of all, we don't know where the Mizbech is right now. We're going to see soon. We're going to see soon that the Mizbech is not over here. The Mizbech is pushed off a little bit to the center line. So right over here is the Mizbech by this line. And he was standing over here. It could work with this picture. This picture could be accurate, actually. Let's see. Yeah, not one sheet to the whole. That's how the mission is going to go. That's what the Gemara is going to say. Now, once we mention that he's mentioned L'Shvach, the Chachamim gave him praise for doing so, so we're going to mention other things that are L'Shvach. And then later on, in the next Mishnah, it's going to talk about people that did things that were lignite. They weren't so good. Ben Katin, also, So we had this already. Maybe it was from this Mishnah. But the Kiyar originally only had two faucets. And he went ahead and he made 12, so that the 12 Kohanim that are performing the Avayda on the Talmud could wash at the same time, simultaneously. To begin with, it only had two. And he added, either he made a whole new kiyar or he added more faucets. also muchni la kiyar. is going to describe it. We could cheat a little bit and understand what it is. Muchni is a wheel that lowers the kiyar into the well so that the kiyar could be submerged and touching the, the natural spring so that the water inside the kiyar doesn't become possible overnight with lina. We know that anything that's in a klisharis becomes kadosh, and anything that's kadosh becomes possible overnight. Shalom aleichem, Rabbi. The kain is in town. Shalom aleichem. So, in order to avoid that psul of lina, they, he came up with a device, this giant wheel. It's what basically they use today in factories. You know, you have. A winch, okay, a winch. I don't like the winch. The wheel with the thing, and it lowers it nicely. You don't have to lift it up and, and use all your resources. All the kalim, their handles were made out of gold. And what about the kli itself? We're going to see in the Gemara that the kalim themselves wore gold. This is a special kli. Certain kalim he made the handles out of Gold. She made a golden, she was Hungarian, she made a golden chandelier. Here's a picture. You want to look exactly how it looked. This is how it looked. Something like this. A golden lamp that was over. These are curtains. If you're wondering what these are, these are curtains. And it's over the, the Heichel door. So over here. This is where she, they put the nivreshes. This I found very interesting. 
I forgot to discuss it with the Chavrusa and look it up, but it seemed like there was Saita was kind of common to the point where, well, I don't think it was common, but just in case there would be a Saita, she didn't want them to have to take out the Sefer Torah and start copying over the parish of the Saita. So she fashioned a golden plate that had the parish of Saita on it, and they put it over there, and they and the Kayan could could just copy off the you don't have to be Mavayish to save a Torah and take it out. Nikanar Nasunisim Lidal Soisov. So these are all people that are, that the Chachamim gave them Shvach and praised them for, for spending all this money on the base Hamikdash. And Nikanar, we know, these are the doors, Shar Nikanar right over here. Also, he was praised the famous story where the door fell off the ship. And then the second one, they were about to throw it off the ship. And he, he held on to it. He said, if you're going to throw the door off, I'm going to go. As the Gemara is going to describe it. And the door showed up in Nace. The second one, they just they let him stay. And then the, the, the sea calmed down. And, and the second door followed the ship all the way to Israel. There was a Nace Goloi. So we wanted, we wanted people to remember the Nace Goloi. So we called it after him. So all these four, whether it's Hilni Amalka and Munbaz, who else do we have here? We have Ben Gamla and Nikonar Lushvach. Ben Cotton, you said? Yeah, Ben Cotton, thank you, Ben Cotton. The 12, the Kiar with the 12 faucets. Says the Gemara. Let's, let's do this for a second. If this is the line, Tzafan, from the red this way is north, from the red this way is south. So where's the Mizbeach? If the Mishnah tells me that he's standing to the north of the Mizbeach, that seems like the Mizbeach is completely behind the red line. Why? Because if it's like this, and this is what you were wondering about, Jamie, last night. If the Mizbeach is like in this picture, then he doesn't have to stand to the north of the Mizbeach. He could also stand a little bit in, like this menchi over here. He could be standing over here, and it's not north of the Mizbeach. It's north of the line, but not north of the Mizbeach, because the Mizbeach is pushed off. From the fact that the Mishnah says that he must be standing with his two goats right over here, and it's north of the Mizbeach, then that means that the Mizbeach is pulled backwards, and there's nothing, no part of the Mizbeach is showing past the red line. Yeah? Otherwise, it would say he's standing in the Tzafan. Right over here, this guy is standing in Tzafan. This guy, this stick man, is standing in the tzafen of the Azara, past the red light. But he's not standing in the tzafen of the Mizbeach, because the, Mizbeach, the tzafen of the Mizbeach is this line right over here. So the fact that the Mishnah tells us that he's standing in the Litzvayna Mizbeach, Michlal the Mizbeach lab So the Mizbeach had zero, not even one inch, into the north. It was completely, unlike this picture, completely to the south of the line. So ask the Gemara, Mani, who does this go according to? Reb Lazav Yaakov, the famous Reb Lazav Yaakov, Kavanaki, 
When he says something, he knows what he's talking about. We pass him like him. The Sanya, it's final for Hashem. She had suffered kulay panui. Causes an extra hate, it's a fine no, says Rashi. So the entire tzafan, the whole north, is completely available for you to stand there. Ask the Gemara, but look at this picture. What is, where did I take this picture from? I took this picture from the Sugan Daflamid Vav. When the Kayan is standing with his cow, the three sheetas is the tzafan, just this strip over here. And then we had Reb Lezeb, Reb Shimon, Moisif, Af, Beino Ulam, Vilamizbeach. That the the Kayan could stand between the Mizbech and the Ulam right over here. But he's between the Mizbech. How could he stand between the Mizbech and be in Tzafan? Because the Mizbech is pushed over this way. So Reb Lazar, uh, who is it? Reb Lazar, Reb Shimon, holds the Mizbech, is pushed past the red line. And therefore he's standing with his cow, the Kayan Gold is standing with his cow, between the Mizbech and Heichel. According to Reb Lazar and Yaakov, that the Mizbech is up until the red line, not an inch past the red line, how could the Kohen Gadol stand between the Mizbech and the Ulam? He cannot stand between the Mizbech and the Ulam. Why? Because if he's standing over here, he's not in the Tzafan anymore. And if he's standing where this stick guy is, there's no Mizbech there. He's not standing between the Mizbech and the Ulam. He's standing by the Ulam in the Tzafan, but not between the Mizbech and the Ulam. Between the Mizbech and the Ulam only goes according to Reb Lazar, Reb Shimon, and we also said according to Rebbe, so we have a major problem. The Mishnah on Lamed Vav, not Lamed Vav. What, where is that Mishnah? Yeah, on that Lamed Hei Lamed Beis, the final thing, and that was the swing on Lamed Vav Amid Aleph. Goes according to Elizabeth Shimon. And now you're telling me that our Mishnah, right over here, on that Lamed Zayin, one daf later, is going according to Elizabeth Yaakov, and they argue with each other. How could that work? According to Elizabeth Yaakov, the Mizbech goes up until the red line. And according to Elizabeth Shimon, the Mizbech goes past the red line. It's a contradiction. Voresha, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shimon, he says the Gemara, an answer, a little bit of a tcha, kulo, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe It's all Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe So what's the, what's the problem if it's Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe says the Mizbech, not like in this picture, goes up until the red line. So how do you say that he's standing between the Ulam and the Mizbech? So we have to say, Utni, it's as if, kilu. you pretend that the Mizbech continues to where the Mizbech is right now. In fact, Rebbe Lezim Yaakov says there's no Mizbech past the red line. But he's standing in this area as if the Mizbech continues, as if there's an invisible line going there. Yeah? Yeah, but look, look in the, there's an ice over there. There's a dollar over there. Give yourself. Mm. Don't have a dollar? Whatever. So without a, a chaf. Bibbein hulam. Bibbein. There's no such word as bibbein. It has to be a chaf. Hazgan b'minoi v'roish b'sav b'smoyle. So how are they walking around there? The coin god is in the center. And then you have this gan, his deputy to his right. And the b'sav to the left. Omer Rabbi Yudah. Hamahalich li'min rabbi. If you walk to the right of your rebbe. Harezeb bur. You're such an Amaritz, you don't even know proper manners. Derech That's not Derech Forget about Torah. You don't know Derech Eretz. Derech Eretz, Torah. You don't even know that. You're such a boor. You're not Amaritz. Why? Hamalchli, you mean Rabbi, or is a boor? It's not nice. You don't, you're not equal with him. 
What do we do with our Mishnah? If three people are walking on the way, we had the Gemara, I forgot to look it up. We had the Gemara, Bayo was walking with Rav Papa and Rav Huna, somebody, Rav Huna, maybe. And, and uh, we just had it in Shkolim and Psachim where uh, Abayah saw the, what's the name of that shed? A terrible shed. And he grabbed Rav Papa and he brought him to this side and he threw Rav Huna to that side. And Rav Papa said, why, what, you don't remember the story? It's Pesach time. It was like uh, during Seder. It's Mamish recently. But anyways, one was to the right, one was to the left and Abayah wanted protection from Rav Papa. Rav Papa thought he was doing something else like he was trying to throw him in the, like he was using him as a human shield. He said, no, no, I, I need your chashivas to, to get, what was his name, Meriri, like, uh, what's the, Kete Meriri, Kete Meriri, okay, something like that. By the way, I said it last night, but you guys weren't here. Today is day 1095 for Hillel Abrams. He started Shavuos three years ago, exactly three years ago. He got a cake, remember he got a cake, I, we got him a cake, what, two, one, year number one. You're number one. Ah, that's more? Oh. <laughs> Statistician. So there's a leap year, there's extra day. Kids are okay. You, you, what are you saying? We should get him a kick tomorrow? Is that what, what are you saying? I, I don't get it. Okay. So how is it possible that the Rav stands in the middle? You see the Rebus, right? I guess that's how it goes. The Rebbe goes, and then the guy over here, the guy... But you're born in our if you do that. V'chei motzinu b'shloisha malachi ashares. Shabbat shalom Avram. The three malachim that came to Avram. Michal b'emta. Gavriel b'yiminoi. Who's more chashev? Michal or Gavriel? How do we know? Because remember, in all the way in the beginning of Brachas, Dav Dalit, it says, Michal b'achas. Gavriel b'shtay. Remember, that uh, they, they, they knew how to fly. He, some, I don't, it's hard to understand what it means, but Eliyahu and Avi took, uh, four, took him four times and Bikitzer, uh, he was more chashev. He's the most chashev malach. Gavriel, Michal Bemsa. Michal is the most chashev. Michal Be'echad, Gavriel Bishtai. That's what it says over there. Michal Be'emsa, Gavriel Be'emsa. So Gavriel is less than Michal, so he stands to his right. Rafal, Bismarillah. Eliyahu Novi, I don't know where he is. He's like a barba. So what do we do? How can you be to the to the side of a of, of a greater person? It's not their chares. Through through Guma Rav Shmuel Bar Papa Kamei the Rav Ado Kedeish Iskasa Boy Rabboy. He's behind him. He like covers him from behind. So if a missile comes in, he'll take he'll take the bullet for him from behind. I v'otanyu amal kineged Rabboy harayz bur achay Rabboy harayz migase ruach next to him yamaret. Behind him, you're Balgaiva. Says the Gemara, the Mitzhadeid adds Dude. I have a picture. A picture. Ooh, here we go. What's the, if the Ami magazine doesn't have women, the Shiri also doesn't have women. Even they had an article about a 95 year old woman, they refused to put her picture, and they put a picture of her son. So we don't have women either. But here you get the president. And look over here. These guys are slightly. What? <laughs> they're not to his side. They're not equal with him. And they're not behind him. It's like a triangle. 
They're behind this way. They're behind and to the to, to the back. Behind and to the back. A flying V. A V. That's it. V'kal and there was a lottery. So, I did this last minute. I hope you understand this. We're going to learn four halachas here. Important halachas. From the fact that the Torah says the word goyrol, singular, so we're going to learn that you don't take two Hashems and put it on one animal and two lazazels and put it on the other one. Because it says goyrol lois. I would think twice Hashem and twice lazazel. No, goyro, one. From the fact that it says echad, so you don't take two, put Hashem's name, Hashem and Azazel on one. No, each animal gets one. Two very different halachas. You don't double up one, and you don't give one both. Goyro lois is that you can't make one large and one small. That's not fair. The client, the client is going to stick his hand into the box, and he's going to pick. Uh, one made out of stone and one made out of wood. He's going to know which one is the azazel. One is large, one is small. They have to be equal in size, equal in, in material. Okay. And finally, goyrel, goyrel, the double lushen is that it should not be, from the extra goyrel we learned, don't make it out of gold. One, the, the Shem, we'll see. In the Gemara, the name of Hashem shouldn't be in gold and the other one not. Because that's the way the Pasuk says it. Look at the, the Pasuk. Is it, let, let's see inside. I'm going to get there. Rashi, answer your question. It's, it's hard to understand, but Rashi addresses it. Should I just say the answer? He's asking, okay, he's asking. He's asking, if you put the same names on, the, on both animals, so how do you choose an animal? How do you know which one goes off a cliff? He says, Rashi, you're going to have to choose. He's a Venosa Aaron, here's the possible, most of it. Venosa Aaron, they assume Goyrolis. And what's missing here is Goyrol Echod for this and Goyrol Echod for that. Goyrolis shall call Dover. I could use any material I want. Yochol, Yitain Shnaim Alzeh. In other words, two, not both, Hashem and Azazel, but two times the word Hashem on animal number one. Vushnaim Alzeh, and two times the word Azazel. On the second one, because it says Goyrolais. You should give Goyrolais on each one. That's why the Torah says no in singular. Each one gets only one of Hashem. Oh, However, we still didn't figure out. Give one of each to each animal. The, the first question was maybe give. Two of, of one name, two Hashems to one, and two Azazas to the second one. That can be because it says Goyrolacha, Goyrolacha. But still it says Goyrolais, and give one of each to each animal. On that note, I'm asked if you give one of each to each animal, then what's the difference between the animals? They're both identical. So I don't know which one is Azazel, which one gets thrown off the cliff. That Rashi says, okay, you're going to have to choose. Tamar Laimar Goyrol Echad, the word Echad. Oh, you see? I just put it in here so now it's easier to see what's going on because the Gemara says the same words. But the first one is the word The second one is from the word Only one gets Hashem and only one gets Azazel. You don't double it up. 
Then why do I need the word Goyer Lalis? See, this is called a Sikum. Right over here is a Sikum. If you just read the Gemara, you might become a little... What are the Allahs that I take out of this? These are the Allahs, right here. Goyer Lalis, from the word Goyer Lalis, you shoven. They have to be identical. What just happened? I missed something? It's poshod that you can make it out of any material. It doesn't say in the Torah what you should make it out of. The tzitzah that the kohen gadol wears on his forehead is made out of gold. Maybe it has to be out of gold. We know that you can't make one gold, one silver, but maybe both have to be out of gold. So, but kids, sir, these are very nice wood that you could carve things out of, but it doesn't have to be necessarily gold. And that I learned from the extra word, goyrol. Why did he make 12 faucets? So that there's 13 kohanim that do the tamid, but only 12 of them need kiddush yudayim raglayim. Which one doesn't need the kiddush yudayim raglayim? The one that does the shkita, because even Israel could do it. Tana shachris b'miluyo imikaz yodavir raglayim elyoin. So back in the day, when there's only two faucets, there was an upper one and a lower one. I would think it's lower down here. It's probably harder to get to. So he started out. When there's a lot of water, you start out with the upper faucet. Later on during the day, when the, the, the water level goes down, yeah. when the water is lower, so what's a kiyar? What's a mukhni? My mukhni, Omar this is the mukhni, this device. Interesting, Taisi Shodan brings that perhaps the mukhni was. The fact that you took him and you put him in the Yamshel Shloima. There's a giant Yamshel Shloima, a big mikvah. I don't have the picture here, but it was on all these bulls. And he says, in, in the Tzitzit it says that one of the legs or the legs of the bulls were hollow, the size of a pomegranate. And the water source of, of Eitan went through the leg into the mikvah. So it, the mikvah was not a kli. The mikvah was actually part of... So he gains the same thing. that the, When you put the kiyar into Yamsha Shleiman, it's as if it's touching the water source, the spring. Interesting pshat. Says the Gemara, Mumbaz As the Gemara, Why did he only make the handles of the kli? He should have done the entire kli. We just turned to Lamazan on the base. And the Nechama for Miron families. And L'schus, or in honor of the MDY Chabura, the Chabura is truly one big family. Omar Abayi. We're talking about, of course, all the Kalim and the Beis Hamidish were gold. He took the handles of the knives and he made them out of gold. Because a knife, the actual knife, you can't make out of gold because it's too, it's too soft. How could that be? Munbaz made the Kani Kalim, Vogne Kalim, V'yidais kalim, 
So it's, it seems like that it's not, he did everything, he did all the kalim, he did including Yidoy Sakinim. This kalim, you said, you said that he did kalim, he did the kalim. The kalim over here is not referring to the kalim kalim. Of course, the kalim are all zav. It's referring to the axes. Yes, the sakinim, he did the handles. But the axes also, he only did the handles. That's what it means over here. Kalim are made out of the zav. When the sun was shining, you can see over here, the lamp lights up, it starts sparkling, and then people know to say Kriyashma. Who's in the base Hamikdash? There's two types of people. The, the Koyhanim that belong there from the Mishmar, and the Israelim that belong there. They're there to represent. If you do Kriyashma like them, you either did it too early or too late, and you're not yoitzer. It's either too early. Now you're allowed to do it. it says Mishmur, you're allowed to say Kriyashma once a month, you're allowed to do it early. But you can't make it a habit. So you wouldn't be yoitzer if you're going to go like the Anshi Mishmar. And the Anshi Mahamad are too late. It's not for the people in the Mishmur, it's for the rest of Klai Yisrael. Should we do this tomorrow? From here you see that you could write part of the Torah on a piece of cloth. It's not true. What happened was, she didn't write out the Pasuk word for word. She wrote, instead of a word, she wrote a Vav. Hashem is a Hey. So it gave a, it was just a memory aid for the Koyim, but she didn't, she didn't really write all the words down. It says that he's reading it from the piece of, uh, from, the, from the gold. It was just for memory. No, it wasn't literally word for word. However, it says, And then it explains what's written. So you see that it says, Meforish these words. No, it says, you're right. It says, But then the rest of the Pasuk is just Aleph, Beis, representing the different words. So yes, it started out the Pasuk with three words, let's say, but the rest of the Pasuk was just abbreviations. Have a wonderful day. I didn't explain why I'm sharing with you. I'm talking about other people in your shrine. No, I said I said the, I said the Jews that are representing. That's right, but we said Shara Amma, you said other people in Yerushalayim. No, these guys, these guys. The Shara Amma, the Yerushalayim. What does that mean? People outside of Yisamik, that's true. Yeah. The rest of the people that came to see, not the people who were in charge. Huh? Which is good. Okay, which is good. A winch. It's called a winch? Yes.